Okay, welcome to Ola, a podcast of the Catholic Community of Our Lady of Angels in Allen, Texas. Our hope is to reach out and stay in touch with our community in ways that are informative, community building, and fun. We start out each episode with a little bit of Ola news, then interview a guest, and then we close with a look at our spiritual journey and a challenge or prayer for the community. So your hosts are myself, Jennifer Hardy, and Rosemary Crocker. Hello. So this is our second episode, and it's coming out on March 2nd. So we'll have been in the Lenten season for almost two weeks. Uh, We had quite the start to Lent this year, didn't we, Rosemary? Yes, absolutely. What a way to mortify ourselves with um, ice cold weather and lack of electricity, lack of water. Um, We had no trouble um, fasting on Ash Wednesday (laughs) for sure. Definitely. I know. Last time we talked about Mardi Gras and then, yeah, I was sitting there on Mardi Gras just... I was at my mother-in-law's house, um, sleeping on the floor. I was like, yeah, this is this is a different Mardi Gras. <laughs> definitely, yes. definitely different, but. I was quite disappointed that I didn't get to go get Chick-fil-A mac and cheese and some other things that I just really wanted to have on that Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. But, you know, I think we're both lucky anyway. We didn't have any major damage. We obviously lost power and all that, but um I think we came out together and actually it was kind of nice reflecting on that, that just um, having that chance where we were kind of forced to be together because we don't normally do that. And um, I think it's kind of nice, especially, you know, for my son to be there and have, you know, somebody else in the family around more and um, we ate dinner together or stuff like that. So definitely different. Yes, yes. It was different, but absolutely there were as with the whole COVID um, experience too, there are blessings with each um, hardship that we go through. So um, we definitely had those as well with our family. Yeah. So on to some, some news coming up. So like I said, this is coming out on March 2nd. So some things that are happening um, in our community, we're going to be continuing to have mass and stations of the cross each Friday during Lent, starting at six. Um, for our Faith Formation families, we'll also be having a special virtual family Stations of the Cross on Friday, March 19th at 7 p.m. or Sunday, March 21st at 10 a.m. So you can attend either time and look for signups to participate in these events in your email. Um, I also wanted to throw in that, you know, we have daily Mass every day at 830. Um, that is a wonderful way to enter into the Lenten journey as well. Um, if you aren't a person who takes advantage of daily Mass, maybe try that as um, a form of prayer. The Mass is the perfect prayer of our faith, so that would be a, a wonderful way to join in with community in a Lenten journey. Right, and we'll also be starting a new Wednesday morning Bible study, which actually starts tomorrow, March 3rd, with the program No Greater Love. You can check out our website, OurLadyOfAngels.com, for more information. And we'll also be offering a baptism class on March 28th from 1 to 3 p.m. on Zoom. So check the Our Lady of Angels website for the link. This class is for parents and godparents. All right, so now we are so excited to bring you an interview with Mackenzie and Evan, two of the young people in our Faith Formation program currently going through preparations to receive the Sacrament of Confirmation this April. Yes, I can't um, wait for you all to hear their um, great responses and insight into what confirmation means to them. 
exciting time. so excited again. We have some very special guests with us today. We have Mackenzie and Evan. You guys want to say hi? Hi. So Mackenzie and Evan, are you guys both eighth graders? Yes. Yes. All yes. right. You're eighth graders and you're, um, I think you guys have been going to Ola and doing things like faith formation and stuff for quite a while, right? Since you were little. Yeah. Yeah, and this year is special. Why is this year special? Um, this year we're, oh, going, we're to going to be doing. That's Sorry, right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> talks at one time, huh? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Y'all are gonna be confirmed. So that's so special. They're part of this year's confirmation class. And oh yeah, so how long? How long do y'all think you've been preparing for the sacrament of confirmation? Um, what does it feel like? You don't have to know the exact time. Like, does it feel like you've been doing it forever? Or <laughs> well, um, we've always like I guess been somewhat preparing for it all throughout faith formation. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that kind of specifically, I guess for me, it's been kind of the past two years, just getting to know and instead of just kind of like learning about kind of the church and just kind of doing like a deeper dive um, throughout middle school, I think, to prepare for confirmation. Great. Yeah, probably at this age, you're, you're a little more aware of what it's meaning and what it's about, would you say? Yes. Yeah, and I think especially after going through the retreat, because you guys just wrapped up, I think just this Friday, right? We wrapped up um, what they call the Greater Confirmation Retreat. Um, what did you guys think about that? I thought it was pretty cool. Um, there are a lot of like videos and prayer experiences and stuff that we did to kind of help us better know like the Holy Spirit. It was based around the Holy Spirit, so we'd be um, ready to receive it on our day of confirmation. And we got to grow closer with God. And um, I don't know, just learn um, through different people's faith experiences about how like the Holy Spirit and confirmation like changes lives. Yeah, and I also think that what I really liked about especially the videos that we saw um, was that it showed like many different people on how they like to pray in their experiences. So if kind of one thing didn't work for you, say like if just um, regular praying didn't work for you, then you could try like imaginative prayer and kind of cool things like that. Cool. So I know some people may not even know what that is. Do, could you explain a little bit of what imaginative prayer is, Mackenzie? Yeah, so imaginative prayer, um, kind of what I think about it, is it's kind of placing yourself, um, like imagining that you're with God and with Jesus, say at a time when, say, or time when Jesus was like healing the sick, you were kind of imagining that you're in that situation where you're there and you're kind of like praying, I guess, along with Jesus. That's kind of how I think about it. Yeah, I think that's a great description. Rosemary, have you had a lot of experience with imaginative prayer? or Not a whole lot, but, um, I mean, talking about it now, I think that's something that I 
maybe should try during Lent, especially, you know, thinking about Jesus's journey, the stations. Um, I think that would be really a neat thing to, to practice. Yeah. And there are a lot of resources if you ever want to dig into that. And, and the Ignatian um, spiritual tradition has a lot of um, helps and ways to dig into that um, imaginative prayer part. I'm have talking about the retreat. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, were, were you guys surprised with, um, you know, not have, being able to do a retreat in person? Were you surprised that the retreat was as fruitful as it was? Yeah, I guess I um, didn't really know what to expect going into it, but um, it was pretty good and it helped um, us to kind of learn about like different people's lives and kind of like was inspiring to like find our own purpose and to um, like confide in the Holy Spirit to find your own path in life. So um, I thought it was pretty good, even though it was um, virtual. Good. How about you, Mackenzie? I thought that um, it was definitely different. I think that kind of looking back, I feel like I would kind of rather want, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would rather want to kind of do the in-person retreat, and I know we couldn't do that this year, so I thought that it was like a very good substitution for it. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it, because, you know, there's no real substitute, of course, to being in-person, but we're... Everybody's trying their best right now, right? Yes, um, making the best of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so talking about, I know you guys mentioned listening to um, the people on the videos during the retreat, and, and their, some of them probably gave some of their spiritual journeys. Um, I was were wondering, um, what was it like kind of getting to know over this past year or two, however long you've been kind of connecting with your sponsor, but what was it like getting to know a little bit more about your sponsor's spiritual journey? Um, I thought it was interesting how I could learn about someone else's spiritual life, especially as an adult, to like kind of learn what I could do in the future and how I could continue living out my life spiritually. And um, I guess hearing from other people helps to help to inspire me to um, keep going and to. Um, Discern my path in life as like to what God wants for me. Great, Mackenzie, did you have some um, fruitful conversations with your sponsor? Yeah, um, I kind of I really liked how my sponsor was kind of sharing like what they um, kind of like how they got confirmed and what they thought about it when they were our age and kind of knowing how to continue that as we got older, but also knowing someone else and what they went through, that they were going through the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That actually reminds me of our conversation with Father Bell, and that's great that your sponsor was able to kind of go back and um, give you a little glimpse of, of you know, when you're when they were your age. I think that's, that's super important. Right, Rosemary, when we were talking about uh, Absolutely, because <clears throat> I think if we, we think, oh, we're automatically supposed to be like, adult-minded, adult spirituality, um, you know, it, it's all everybody's own journey, but we can all go back to when we were, you know, just learning more about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and more about spirituality, and it didn't all just come quick and easy to everybody, so um, that is a great connection. So talking a little bit more about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, um, 
is there is a particular gift that you guys may be looking forward to receiving um, soon when you get confirmed? Um, well, I'm kind of looking forward to receiving like the Holy Spirit and having it to help me through my life and like help me make decisions and kind of know what I should do um, faithfully and like what I should do for God and for the world. Okay, so kind of like knowledge and discernment, um, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are definitely important for sure. Mackenzie, do you, um, can you think of what you might be looking forward to? Yeah, I was um, kind of looking forward to uh, wisdom. So kind of also a little bit of that knowledge part, just kind of um, having God help me understand like when to make the best decision and kind of having just the, I don't know, I just, I guess knowing when um, to act like Jesus in that situation, even if kind of the other part of that seems more tempting. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, Rosemary, but these guys seem pretty wise already to me. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Very impressed with um, the way you speak about the journey, um, the things you're ready especially the, your knowledge that you've gained from the retreat. Um, I think that's always a, a, a big experience for confirmation students. So very happy for you guys. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. the knowledge to look for, for these gifts and to ask for, for more knowledge and, and, and wisdom and, and discernment. Definitely. Well, um, I guess time to wrapping it up a little bit. Is there anything else that you guys would either want, just want to talk about, bring up, or... Um, is there anything that you would like our Ola community to know about either this process or how they can support you guys, how they can be involved? Um, well, I guess just um, praying for us and like all the candidates really helps and like to like prepare us to receive the Holy Spirit and that um, just like everything that um, they do is appreciated and um so that's nice. Yeah, I would. I would also say um, what Evan was saying, but I think also um, just I guess knowing that to yes, pray for us. But I feel like there's a good portion of this that um, we kind of do on our own, and to kind of make sure that um, we're kind of able to do that. And I know it's kind of hard now, but. I think that with people praying for us, it'll be um, a little bit more easier to kind of go on this journey. Definitely. Well, I know that um, Rosemary and I will definitely keep you guys in our prayers. And absolutely the rest of the community. And we are going to make sure that everybody has the access to the website for the confirmation so that they can see your awesome posters that you made at the beginning of the year and sign up to, to pray for you guys. Um, but of course we can pray for everyone signed up or not. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. And I, I just want to encourage you guys to, <clears throat> to not forget about the Holy spirit, because I think if you were to ask some adults, we sometimes forget about those gifts um, so I know for a long time I neglected those in my life. So, um, that would be my bit of, um, encouraging words for you guys. And I know that you both sound very, um, 
into the process. So I think that you won't forget about the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's a good point, though, definitely. Um, well, thank you guys so much for taking out time. I know we've got busy middle school schedules, so uh, thank you for, for joining us, and we really enjoyed having you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, goodbye. Bye. formation staff, I think it is just such a blessing to be able to hear from some of our youth in this way, hear their comments on the retreat and the, the progress they've made throughout these years, especially these past two years, um, learning about confirmation, learning about our church, learning about the Holy Spirit, um, and what's coming up in April. So. Yes, Jennifer, I, I really enjoyed listening to the interview and um, being a part of that because I think the part that most struck me is the sharing of the stories of the sponsors and what that meant to the um, confirmation students. And I just really want to encourage, I think that's something we as adults forget, how meaningful our stories can be to young people. So even within our homes, you know, to open up and share those stories, because those are the things that really make an impact. We may not realize that, but um, I think it can really affect the young people. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great point that we can all take to heart. So last time, we talked a little bit about our spiritual journeys and what we planned for Lent. And we also made a promise to check on each other on these promises and on our journey. So Rosemary, how's it going? Well, um, as we talked about in the beginning, um, you know, the beginning of Lent was a little bit different. And I think that different experience really caused me to reflect and um, think about what I was doing. And I just didn't feel like it was enough. Um, We had those days of giving up and I thought, you know, I don't, I need to do something different. And God always provides. So he um, provided me with a reflection sent by a friend to me about um, talking about embracing God's love during Lent. Like going into the desert, um, Jesus went into the desert, but Jesus changed the desert and it was through God's love. Um, So that's something that I've kind of shifted my attention to is really relishing in that, doing some different reflections, some different journaling to recognize that I am a beloved daughter of God and I, I don't always accept that. I feel sometimes that I hide from that. So um, that's what I've kind of shifted my gear towards. I, I am still trying um, out some of the Linton challenge emails. Um, there are some good points in those, but just to go a little bit deeper, I'm reflecting on that as well. So how's it going for you, Jennifer? Well, I think that's interesting that you mentioned that. That's um, rather similar to um, what my spiritual director is having me do lately is, is really reflecting on how much um, I am loved by God and um, just how he has been present throughout my life and and how that, um, you know, relationship has grown and developed and, you know, where he has been in in others and and just in the environment around me. So 
yeah, we kind of have a little bit of a similar <laughs> insight there. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to also keep up with the Lent Challenge emails. I've been doing those. Um, it's going pretty well, except for probably the day, the drink day that we mentioned last time, because I'm sitting here <laughs> drinking my coffee and reading the email about only drinking water. I'm like, oh, I already messed it up. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for God's forgiveness, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, on that one. Yeah. Um, I also subscribe, subscribe to another uh, Lenten email series through an organization that I do a lot with. Um, and these include daily reflections, uh, mostly drawn from the scripture and also looking at our church's justice tradition. So they ask a lot of thought-provoking questions about how to use our time during Lent to grow closer to others, especially those that might not normally be in our sphere of encounter and, and how can we bring them into that sphere? How can we encounter others? Um, so, so those have been great. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of journaling with that and with, with, um, you know, with what my spiritual director has given me. Um, and I know last time we talked about doing things as a family as well, which is a really great way. Um, and we have the rice bowls. I noticed those are at church as well. If you, if you want to pick those up, that's something we've loved to do every year. Um, they have um, so many great resources like videos, the meatless recipes. Um, and if you don't have a rice bowl, no big deal. You can just go to crs.ricebowl.org and just all the information is on there. Um, what we're trying to do this year is a little bit different because we kind of felt like we weren't necessarily um, always putting something in the bucket whenever we did something. So I actually made a chart this year. So anytime we like do something or give something up, we can, we can write it down and add kind of a corresponding value. And then at the end of the Lent, we're just going to add it all up and, and put it in, in the rice bowl. Just kind of, I don't oh, know, nice. I think it's difficult <clears throat> That's a great idea. to have the cash on hand, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Or you just grab whatever, you know, few coins that you can find. And uh, so that's a great idea. Yeah, and I mean, they have some great ideas, some different um, and engaging and I think, you know, very imaginative ideas they've got on their chart this year, too. Like last night, it was 25 cents for every country in Africa that you can name. So I think we got close to 20. So, you know, not too bad, but we probably need to crack open a map. <laughs> That's that. pretty good, though. Probably more than I could have done. So, awesome. Well, there was the three of us, you know, brainstorming together. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> That's um, great. Yeah. So um, for our challenge, um, we're kind of linking that to our interview this week. And we are going to talk about um, looking into the confirmation candidates. So below the podcast, um, we're going to post a link um, that you can find all of the, the posters that we mentioned, the, the virtual posters. You can view those um, and you can sign up to pray for one of our confirmation candidates. Um, so normally we have these posters in church and you can take a prayer home with you, but with COVID, we have this little bit of a different method. So you can do that. Alternatively, if you just simply want to pray for all of our confirmation candidates, we, um, put that out there, um, as a challenge this time for you. Um, so, um, if you would like to email us with any news that you would like to get on the episode, or if you would like to be a guest, remember to email us at podcast at ourladyofangels.com. One other thing I, I would like to add into the um, email suggestion is, you know, your idea of adding the value to the, um, for the rice bowl, keeping that chart, that was a great idea. So I wonder if there are any other families doing something really neat for Lent um, like that, incorporating something 
for everybody. Um, if you could share those ideas with us, that would be really yeah, great. Yeah, that well. would be great. And um, if you're okay with that, I, we could add it to our Facebook or emails. So yeah, definitely share ideas, pictures, and send us anything you've got. Yes, absolutely. All right, we have one more announcement from Jennifer before we sign off. Yeah, so um, Rosemary and I, our kids have alternate spring breaks. So we've got to have a little bit of a gap before the next episode. It'll probably be more like four weeks instead of two weeks. So look for us closer to the end of March. Yes, so um, be on the lookout for that. And until then, adios, hola, 